Press means to apply force. When God said press, prayer reaches every single situation. He gave us permission to apply force to every situation that we will go through. And in this podcast, we are going to learn to apply force to what's applying pressure to us. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Press Podcast. I am so glad that you are here today with me as we're continuing our prayer journey. We are journeying to the book of Joshua. And in this book, we get to see Joshua on his own for the first time. If you've been with us in previous podcasts, then you know Moses had prayed for a successor. He knew that his time was almost up. He knew that he was going to die. And so he had sought the Lord for who should be the one to take the people to the promised land. And the Lord had anointed Joshua. Joshua had been Moses' servant, his minister anyway, but the Lord chose him as the one that would carry the people over. The Lord told Joshua, only be thou strong and very courageous. He told him he would be with him as he was with Moses. And he instructed Joshua not to abandon the promises he had given to Moses or the commands he had given to Moses, but to follow the Lord with all of him. And Joshua did just that. He was committed to following God. He was committed to not abandoning what he had been taught. He is the perfect picture of what a successor should look like. Sometimes when people want to be elevated or promoted, they think of all the things they would change. But the truth is, when you're being promoted or elevated, you're building upon what was done before you. And while there are some things that may need to be changed, you don't want to throw out everything that's been done before you because it built you up and it built whatever you're serving up to the point that it's here today. So it's really important that we not abandon or burn the bridge that brought us over, so to speak. Don't kick down the pedestal that's holding you up. When you have an opportunity to grow, to build, or to take further a ministry, a job, whatever it may be, don't disregard the things that got you there or the ways that got you there or the people that got you there. So we see in the book of Joshua how the Lord is moving. The Bible records that multiple times. The Lord is with Joshua. The Lord had fought for him at this point at the battle of Jericho. And the way the Lord moved at Jericho was amazing. He didn't just send them in, swords out, guns blazing, so to speak. He gave them a strategy of how to take this walled city. And it was a strategy that only God could have come up with. God's hand was with Joshua. And if you want to read that story, go to Joshua chapter 6. It's a really great story. But at the conclusion of Joshua chapter 6, the Bible notes, So the Lord was with Joshua. And his fame was noised throughout all the country. Because of the way the Lord moved with Joshua, the Bible lets you know that people knew Joshua is not to be played with. God is with Joshua. Now, as we get to chapter 7, I do wonder if that reputation somewhat got to his head or he didn't quite think through what it meant for the Lord to be with you. Just because God moves through you doesn't mean you are elevated. It means God is elevated through you. It always makes him higher than you. So you can't afford to get 
arrogant or even think you know what God's going to do or plan on his behalf. What Joshua failed to do in chapter 7 is he failed to seek God. Because at this point in chapter 7, they're going into the battle of Ai. And Joshua's thoughts on the battle of Ai are in verse 3 of chapter 7. The Bible says, And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go. Joshua's approach to the battle of Ai is unique because he tells some people, go up. He sent some men, the Bible says, go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Ai. And they returned to Joshua in verse 3 and said unto him, let not all the people go up, but let about two or 3,000 men go up and smite Ai and make not all the people to labor therewith, for they are but few. So there went up thither of the people about 3,000 men, and they fled before the men of Ai. So basically, he sends the people out to scout what it's going to take to defeat the people of Ai. And they come back and they're like, let's not make this too difficult. It's just going to take a few thousand people. There are not a lot of people there. We can handle this quickly. Don't make everybody work so hard. And Joshua says, okay, fine. We'll do what you're saying. We'll send up 3,000 people. And verse 4 ends with, and they fled before the men of Ai. They actually turned their backs and ran. They got chased away by what should have been an easy fight for them. The Bible says, and the hearts of the people melted and became as water. It's like we lost to the warm-up team. Somehow in Joshua chapter 6, it was like they had won a championship. They beat the best. They beat the ones in the walled city. But now we walk away from that fight. And we lose to a warm-up team. Their hearts are defeated. Their hearts are melting. They're like, what just happened? The Bible says Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the eventide. He and the elders of Israel put dust upon their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side of Jordan. God, did you bring us this far to leave us? God, are you really going to allow this to happen? He is mourning. He's torn his clothes. He's got dirt on his face. He's fallen to the ground. The Bible lets you know. And he's like, God, did you do this just to leave us here? But in verse 10, the Lord says to Joshua, get thee up. Wherefore lies thou thus upon thy face? You know, sometimes we all want to have a panic moment. We all look and say, God, what are you doing? What? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And there are times God, as a good father, allows us to just be emotional for a moment. But this is not one of those times for Joshua. He looks at Joshua. Why are you on your face? Get up. The people have sinned. That's what he says. Get up. The people have sinned. He said, they have transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them, for they have even taken of their cursed thing. And have also stolen and dissembled also, and they've put it among their own stuff. Joshua, they broke the rules. It's not my problem. It's not that I failed. It's that they failed. And God is holy. That is a theme throughout the whole Bible. You see God demanding holiness. He has standards. He has ways he believes things should be done. And when he gives a command, he expects it to be followed. I know that may not be a popular ideal in this day and age because we like to think that God is just forgiving and God just allows you to just exist and 
do whatever you want and he understands your heart and all of this stuff. But though he knows your heart, the Bible never really speaks of the heart in a positive manner. The heart is wicked above all things. The Bible says deceitful and wicked above all things. It's not the safe place we try to paint it out to be. God knows your heart, but he demands holy. And when he demands holy, when he demands something from you, it's not something you can't become. He equips you to be it. If he gives you a rule, he knows you can follow it. And so he knew these children of Israel, they could have followed his rule. He had told them, don't take their stuff. Don't take their gold. Don't take their silver. Don't take their things. But they had taken their stuff and they had hid it amongst what the people of Israel owned. And so God is angry and he knew it. And Joshua might have known it if he had gone into this battle praying. You see, he thought this is an easy fight and he forgot the God that gives strategy for each fight. Just because God did it one way before doesn't mean he has to do it the same way again. Just because he's worked through you in a certain manner before does not mean he's going to do it in the same way again. That's why it's important as Proverbs 3 encourages us. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. It's important that we ask God before we move. But he failed to ask God. And in failing to ask God, he didn't know the people were unclean. So we find the prayer of Joshua in the verses we just read when it says, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side of Jordan. O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turneth their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall environ us round and cut off our name from the earth. And what wilt thou do unto thy great name? God wasn't panicked by Joshua's prayer. God wasn't panicked about his reputation or his name. The people had to understand when you sin, it separates you from God. And sin always sabotages movement. The enemy has no place in the Lord's camp. His stuff has no place in the Lord's camp. What he used for profit, what was valuable to him, has no place in the Lord's camp. When you want God to be with you, don't panic like, God, why aren't you? Why aren't you? Why aren't you? But ask God, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be in me any wicked way. I believe I'm quoting Psalms 139, 23, and 24. Sometimes you just need God to examine you, examine the request, examine what's going on behind the scenes. He is a God who cares about what's going on behind the scenes. And so we can't afford to pray like somehow he missed a beat or he didn't think about his reputation or He's abandoning us or he forgot his promise. Joshua went so far with this prayer. You brought us over. Why did you even bother? No, calm down. Get up. The Lord loves you and he sent you over the Jordan and he sent you to this place. And he intends to do what he said, but he wants what he wants. 
it's important that today we be willing to yield to God whatever he's wanting from us. That we're not praying from a place of panic when you're walking before him. Even when it looks like we just lost the battle. Examine yourself first. One, did I go in with his strategy to this battle? Did I ask him before I got in the fight? God is a God of great strategy. So when you ask him before the fight, he'll lead you into how to fight. He will teach your hands to war. He is the Lord of hosts. He understands how to war. But you've got to get his strategy. And his strategy comes through prayer. But if you find yourself already in the fight and you forgot to pray about it, or you forgot to address certain things with God before the fight, I thank God that he knows how to meet us in the battle and tell us what we have to change to get to the place where he can win the way he wants to win through us. And for them, he said, sanctify yourself, separate yourself, make yourself holy, make yourself clean. He told them, sanctify yourselves. And when they were sanctified, the battle turned. Today, I pray that you seek the strategy of God, that you see the direction of God, and that you understand he's never set you up to lose, but we have to do it his way. God bless you, and remember that prayer reaches every single situation. Join the movement. Join the community. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Visit us at PressToPray.com or find us on Instagram or Facebook. Did you know that when you are quiet, your voice is missing to God's ears? I know some of us have prayed and we're wondering, how long should I pray about this? Why should I pray if God already knows? How will I know God is answering? And what do I do when I feel like God's not listening? But God is listening for your voice. It's too quiet in this world for the troubles we have. You have to raise your voice and God wants to hear from you. It's Too Quiet, a book about prayer, is designed to answer your prayer questions and build your faith. Visit PressToPray.com.